0: Way back in the end of season one, there were a few episodes we promised to revisit, do again. Final Space was on that list. And Amber, I'm so excited to announce on air, Final Space is getting an ending. <laughs>
1: yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so... I'll, like, have to watch it now. I'm so... I'm... Okay, this is... Are... Yes or no, are we doing Final Space next week?
0: No, not next week. Uh, absolutely not. Okay, I then to... I do... Yeah.
1: I promise to watch Final Space before we do the that episode, that follow up. This is I'm I'm actually going to do it this time. I know that I've like in past been like ah uh, I will actually read some Ursula K. Le Guin before we do the Tombs of Atuan episode, but no. Um, I didn't, but this time I actually am dead asking going to watch Final Space before we do the Final Space episode. Hell yeah. I super promise. I'm making that commitment on air now.
0: Hell yeah. Commitment on air. We're doing a Final Space. Final Space is getting an ending. Olin Rogers was crying. I was crying. It was beautiful. I already, I, I pre-ordered my hard copy. I cannot wait. I just wanted to say that on air. I'm so excited for Final Space. But Final Space has next to I'm nothing. I'm for you. Ah! <laughs> next to nothing with what we're doing. Amber. What are we doing?
1: Well, um, first of all, we're talking shit for a while before we get into the meat of it. Um, this is Original Podcast Do Not Steal, a weekly podcast in which every week Devin and I, um, I'm Amber, she, her, uh, we take some sort of original property or franchise and we make an original character in that property or franchise. And today um, we are talking about none other than High School Musical, of the trilogy of movies um, notably for middle schoolers and not high schoolers. Um, that you all grew up with, I'm assuming. If you've clicked this episode, if you're listening to it, you probably grew up with a High School Musical, let's be honest, that's the only reason that you have to care about it, more than likely. Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, uh, fuck. You You picked it. <laughs> you... I picked it. I I have a lot to say about High School Musical, or at least I feel like I actually no I'm gonna retrofit that I think I don't have a lot to say about a high school musical I just actually have a lot of feelings about high school musical um and I am excited about it because I feel like a lot of times one of us will pick something and then the other one will be like oh I have no idea what that is I don't know what we're doing but in this case I picked high school musical and you like had a big reaction you were like oh that's gonna be really funny that's gonna be a really goofy ass episode um so I'm hoping that you also have some prior experience with the franchise to to bandy back and forth about. So I, I was I I, I was there. Oh, oh, I was there. <laughs> I
0: remember the build up. I,
1: I remember, That's funny. This might be more of a Devon episode than an Amber
0: Autumn episode. I I, I don't think so because I much as I was there. I remember. I I, I was there when the towers fell. I I was there when Corey left the football team. I was there. I don't. I haven't rewatched it. Since, yeah, I was in middle school.
1: (laughs) That's, like, maybe a useful perspective to have, though, because I have, like, sort of an opposite. I didn't watch these in middle school. I watched these for the first time um with friend of the show Reggie, Reggie who's been on the show a few times, Reggie and I watched the entire trilogy in one day on the last day of high school because I was like well I gotta if I'm getting out of high school what better way like I have to watch the high school musical movies before I leave high school because I didn't understand at the time that High School Musical was not a franchise for high schoolers it was a franchise for middle schoolers um and so I did that um, and then I like had no reaction to them because I was not in the target audience and I was like, this is kind of generically bad. And then I left them behind me for a decade, um, a decade plus. And then I came back, like the last few months, I revisited them with my partner and my roommate. And we watched all three of the movies over the course of a couple of weeks. And suddenly, with my like grown-up brain, I had a lot more to say about the high school musical movies and the ways that they... Like I feel like some of the observations are kind of tried at this point. Everybody has talked about the ways that High School Musical functions as a queer text between Ryan and Chad especially, right? I Can't Dance is just a song about um, how Ryan definitely is queer but closeted about it. I think that my roommate would be really intent on telling you that the second movie is a Marxist text. Um, and I think that that's maybe overstating the case a little bit, but I definitely think that there's some element of class analysis going on thematically in the second film. I think that the third one especially is the most interesting film in the franchise and really under-discussed. Uh, that's that's the level that I'm working on here is I'm thinking about Marxism and I'm thinking about queer readings about high school musical at this I point which is sort, sort of hate not that left leaning
0: right people who watch movies cause it's always the oh same God. three it's observations and I'm tired I know <laughs> I'm
1: sorry <laughs> it just happens to apply with these movies I'm sorry like the second movie okay here's the storyline of I, the second movie I, Devin may
0: I because I'm gonna give you your space let me just cut you off real quick cause I just just wanted to, okay. I love talking about ways this podcast is good and succeeds, but I want to talk about a way in which this podcast fails, and that is because it is a visual medium, and no one can see how much I've been silently laughing this whole time, <laughs> <laughs> and I just want that on air, <laughs> but please continue.
1: Okay, okay, here's the plot of High School Musical 2. Zac Efron, as he is known in the franchise, he's already called Zac Efron, um, <laughs> no, 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 Zac Efron, um... <laughs> Uh, So our main character, Troy, gets this summer job working at a, um, like, a spa resort for rich people. And all of his friends also get jobs working there. He, like, gets everybody a job working there because the rich girl, Sharpay, has a crush on him and wants him to work there. And so him and all of his friends get this job working at the spa, but the rich girl um, is trying to seduce him, and so she, like uh, gradually tears him away from his friends and he becomes, like, a different person as he sides with the rich people and all of his friends who are, like, working this shift, um, and aren't getting the same kind of, like, work benefits that he's getting start to notice that he's, like, become a class traitor. Like, I'm not, like, it's not a reach to say that it's about class analysis. It's, it's not subtext. It's the text. It's just what the movie is about. And the same thing is true of the queer readings. Like, I'm sorry, it's it's it is redundant to say it at this point. It is a cliche to be a gay person watching a movie and be like, "Oh, this movie's about being gay," but it is about being gay though. So,
0: oh, two characters who can't uh, express what they are feeling inside
1: must be gay. <laughs> okay. Yes, but it, it is though. <laughs>
0: I'm being a dick for the bit, but you're like, it's... A, I'm th-
1: fucking... This, I will you, read you the lyrics. You, hold on, I will no, read no, 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 lyrics no, 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 hold song. on, hold on,
0: hold on. Because you know what this is? Remember back in the Toon Link episode where we spent no time talking about Toon Link, and I was like, oh, fucking the inspiration for Legend of Zelda was that he wanted to recreate Adventure in his backyard, and I was like, who the fuck doesn't know that? And you went, I've never heard that, because you keep being like, it's such a trite observation, and I'm like, I've never heard anyone say I don't dance is about being gay.
1: You're right, okay, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just living in my own, you're right, that I just hang out with gay people all the time. Um, and the kind of gay people who would make that observation. Uh, I
0: I don't know how much we talk about High School Musical before we make an OC, but I'm like, oh, so we do we make one who's who's just like a gay Marxist?
1: <laughs> I've gone to look at the lyrics and I swear to God... If you type in the words, I don't dance high school musical into Google, the first autocomplete is I don't dance high school musical gay. I'm I'm not making that shit up. (laughs) I'm
0: not denying that that is a read. I'm not denying that that's a widespread read. I'm just saying I've never heard it until live on air. I guess I've just avoided any analysis of high school musical except maybe like, I don't know, a Quentin Reviews fucking thumbnail once maybe yeah
1: (laughs) understandable so at this point we're 10 minutes in and we haven't described for anyone who doesn't know what high school musical what is what it is Um, high school musical is a trilogy of of disney original films um that came out in what like the early 2000s maybe about these uh these kids in high school who are like, learning what they want to do with themselves. And, like, nominally it's a romance, right? Like, nominally it's Troy and Gabrielle and their um, wonderful high school romance. But that is sort of just... Not that it's not an important part of the plot, but the real thematic ground that I think ties everything together is about um, every single storyline is about these characters um, uh, learning... What they want to do and experiencing tension between the things that they want and the things that the roles that society prescribes for them. The first one is about Troy, who has always been a basketball kid, um, kind of discovering that maybe he wants to do theater and experiencing a lot of pushback from his peers about that. Um, and uh like you get to the third one and the third one is about troy having to make decisions about like college versus his girlfriend versus his basketball career versus like his theater career and what like direction he wants to go in his life as he graduates Uh, that's sort of the 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 ground that it covers and yeah it tends to be about like theater and basketball are the two big activities that get explored in like the particular high school setting that we're working in there's a South Park episode that's a loose parody it. of High School Musical. <laughs> of course there is. And of course you know about it and are going to bring it up. <laughs> it's just—it's the bit of the season is Devin just ties everything to South Park all the time. I'm
0: just, re I'm a fucking, I'm a dirty, dirty, filthy little bunny shipper and I love Creek. And my For You page is nothing Someday but we'll do that. the episode. <laughs> we'll, do- <laughs> we'll do it one day. <laughs> but just the bit. Is that as soon as the main four boys get into high school musical to be cool? Uh, <laughs> no one else is into it because all the girls were only interested because the hot guy liked it. <laughs> That's all I don't because f- I don't.
1: That's good God, enough. That's a good s- enough bit.
0: I'm so far removed from having anything to say about High School Musical. And you're like, Gabriella. I was like, fuck, that was her name? I don't... That was her name. That was her name. I fucking... Troy doesn't... What the fuck? Hold on. Uh, My head's in the song. My my, my heart isn't... My heart in the game, but my head's in the song. I don't know why she makes me feel so right. You gotta get your head in the game. That's it. Fuck. (laughs) I remember... get get your
1: head in the game.
0: Head in the game... And fucking,
1: uh, fucking
0: Bet On It.
1: That's... Bet On It? Everybody remembers <laughs> Bet On It? Bet On It is probably one of the most famous ones. It's from High School Musical 2. That's that's Troy wrestling with his feelings about uh, being a class traitor. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and get out my, my big hot take now. We can get into a, building a character after that. But just so that I've said my hot take that I'm required to have once per episode... High School Musical 3 is the best High School Musical movie, and it isn't close. Um, I feel like the first two are the most the, the popular ones, the ones that everybody thinks about. Um, there's a huge uptick in production quality. It's like insane going from number two to number three how much more money they have, and you can tell right away in the visuals, in the effects, in the, the, the music, all of it it looks so much better it sounds so much better but also i think the story is a much more interesting story because like you've seen the first one before the first one is a guy who um is pulled by society to do one thing um uh, but he really wants to do another thing and eventually he has to like discover that he doesn't actually have to choose between the two things the third one the third the third one is senior year right and the first two movies have been this romance between these two main characters Um, and talking about their interests and the way their interests intersect or don't. Um, And the the third movie is senior year, and the premise of the movie is that at the end of the year, they're graduating, and they're going in different directions. And it's like, okay, this is a high school romance. This isn't necessarily going to last after that. Like, do they have to break up at the end of the year because they're going to different schools? They have different career goals in their lives. And uh, Troy wants to be doing a bunch of different things. Um, And so that really was interesting to me right away because I was like, wow, if, like... If these two characters stay together at the end of the movie, it is cowardice. Like what you need these, you've set up this question. um, And what you need to do is have the guts to follow through and break the characters up, not give him everything that he wants to have, because that's like how the world works. And that's how narrative works is that you have to have your character not get the thing that they want in order to get the thing that they need, right? As With like, obviously there are kinds of narrative that exists beyond this asterisk, asterisk, but that's like the kind of storytelling that High School Musical is obviously doing, right? Uh, they, they don't do that. They have them stay together, um, which my instinct was to be like, that sucks. But they were also very clear while they were having them stay together. Um, Trey gives this whole speech. He's like, I don't have to choose actually. And fuck you to anybody who says that I have to, um, the like central thematic thing. It's an echo back to the first movie where he has all these things that seem to be pulling him in different directions. And the central thematic conceit of the piece is that you shouldn't need to have to choose between the things that you love and you should look with skepticism and any social or political project that asks you to have to make that kind of a decision and that almost always those dichotomies are false and that you can actually have it all there's the my favorite song in the in the franchise is from the third movie it's called i want it all and it's a song that sharpay and her brother ryan sing about wanting it all and i think that i'm discovering as i say this that actually that's a very thematically important song it's kind of goofy it's about sharpay just like wanting to be rich and famous it's a bop but it's kind of like shallow but i think actually it comes and echoes back in the in the thematic climax of the film Um, that actually that sort of is what it's about, is that you are allowed to have it all, and and you shouldn't have to choose. Um, High School Musical 3 is the best one. I kind of am ironically a fan of the first two movies, but I think I might be an unironic fan of the third one. When I watched them in high school on that first day, the only thing that I remembered about the third movie was that they totally undid Sharpay's character arc in the second movie, and that is a bummer. Um, But I think that I have much more nuanced feelings about it now as an adult consumer of media. So that's my high school hot take of the day, um, and I'm now ready to think about making a character, think about what's interesting in the setting, and look at our list of Chekhov's items to try to distribute.
0: Chekhov's sack of bullshit.
1: Chekhov's sack of bullshit. That's what it's officially called. That's what we're going to call it from now on. <laughs> that's
0: that's what the shirts at our merch store say on them. off's bullshit.
1: High School Musical is a relatively constrained environment. It's not the kind of uh, setting where we're like you incorporate a Velociraptor or anything. The general setting tonally is like it's a high school, but it's like a Disney version of high school. You know, like it's all well lit, bright corridors. Uh, kids are hanging out doing things that are a little bit hornier than uh you really want the creators to be making those kids doing, but like less horny than real teenagers do. You know what I mean? Uh, so like you, we probably don't want like a gun because that's you know as much as that's a realistic thing that could appear in a high school, um, it doesn't necessarily quite fit the tone of High School Musical. You want something that's like, that's that's gonna belong in an extremely well lit high school set. You know Reboot what I mean? Reboot
0: of the Heather's musical and JD's big number is called Duck and Cover, and it's about him coming to school with a gun and how he's yeah, this tally- isn't <laughs> Heather's.
1: <laughs> This is a very different story than Heathers. I love Heathers the movie. I haven't seen the musical, but I love the movie. I
0: saw like half of the movie once at Cannes and I love the musical. We should do an episode. <laughs> we should do a That'd Heathers a fun episode. episode. That would be a fun episode. You can bring the
1: musical episode. I can you can bring the musical knowledge, I can bring the movie knowledge. Collectively, we know about Heathers. Neither of us will have seen the TV show. <laughs> Oh, my God.
0: Oh, fucking. Okay. Fully off the rails. Uh, But speaking of like (laughs) high school musical type shit, fucking Riverdale does uh, Heather's musical episode. And it's it's fucking terrible. Yeah,
1: I saw that. (laughs) It's really bad. My roommate and partner have been watching through through Riverdale. So I actually just saw that one live in the wild. (laughs) Riverdale is on my list of potential episodes to do I, I imagine it'll happen at some point during season two we'll do a Riverdale episode
0: oh hell yeah so I'm I'm looking through the list of Chekhov's bullshit and the one that's really jumping out at me and I don't know if I want to use it here but a mall katana <laughs> Just...
1: Ooh, that actually works really well because I'm thinking about like thinking about like Disney properties from the era I'm thinking like iCarly like Amal Katana would absolutely be the kind of thing that would show up in like you could imagine Spencer or Gibby having that or like any of the characters in that show honestly so like I think that that would port over into high school musical really well if you have that kind of a character
0: because High School Musical is doing, you know, broad stroke archetypes, click-based, you know, there's the goth kids, I think, there's the jocks, there's the preppy kids, all the stuff. It absolutely Mal- is. Mall Katana kid is such a specific <laughs> little fucking new metal millennial shit kid. It's fucking AJ from the I was totally about- imagining
1: that, like, like, it's the weebs, but the movie doesn't know that they're called Weebs, really. It's just kind of like the weird kid with a bright-colored hair and a mall katana in, in this version, you know? It's that picture
0: of Aaron Hansen where he's got the dual-wielding katanas and it says, I can be your angel or your devil.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so the thing about High School Musical, in terms of using those broad, click-based things, all the characters need to start in those specific clicks so that they can then break out of them. You'll have, like, the kids who are into basketball and then it turns out they're really into baking you have the kids who are like the um uh the mathletes and then it turns out that those kids are really into hip-hop dance um and so the point is that you have a character who belongs to a really specific clique and then you come up with the way in which that character has interests or wants to express themselves outside of that identity that's been assigned to them and how that would affect their story
0: love properties that give us an easy blueprint for characters okay so this this uh this malcatana child this unwashed weeb <laughs> what <laughs> in in stick to the status quo what's the thing that he says no, and everyone no, goes, no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> stick to the stuff you know it's exactly to right. be cool. Follow one simple... Oh, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back. Creme <laughs> brulee! No, no, no.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then Sharpay uh, says, this is not what I want. No, this is not what I planned because she's upset because she's invested in the status quo of the... Yeah, okay. So, if this kid is really into, like, mall katana shit and probably anime and, like, nerd kid things, what if it's something really cool? What if it's, like... Shit, I'm too much of a nerd to know what's cool.
0: Yeah, Amber, I was you said, What if it's really cool? I was like, Oh, yes, us uh approaching our thirties on our fucking podcast talking about high school musical. We know what's <laughs> cool. We're fucking hip dude. <laughs> we are goaded up white boys quirked out with the Riz sauce, dog. We literally neither of
1: us are true for that. <laughs> Like, sports are pretty much already taken, okay, different direction. What if, instead of being something cool, what if he's kind of a horse girl? What if it's like, there are the horse girls, and Arcade is like the mall katana guy, uh, but he really does like horses, and he's, like, got a copy of Black Beauty, you know, and has been...
0: The unofficial catchphrase of this podcast is, that's too stupid not to do it. And you hit it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's using a whetstone to sharpen his Japanese steel, but he looks longingly at the fields where the horses roam exactly. and wants to be there.
1: He wants to be part of the equestrian club that we have to assume that this school fucking has because you sort of just get the sense that it's a nice, rich school.
0: I just want a fucking weeb. Naruto running into like <laughs> alongside <laughs> the horses. And like, it's like like breaking out is a fucking breaking out of the city by the proto-man, <laughs> but just being free, is just roaming with the horses.
1: I <laughs> think Naruto runs into There's the so many nightcore music videos to this guy on YouTube.
0: Oh god. Oh my god! This dude loves My Little Pony. Like, <laughs>
1: I wanna, I wanna come up with some way that our character like has an interaction with our main crew, um, something that connects them, connects him to everybody that we already have.
0: Okay, this is you know classic tried and true OCs. You make one, and then you figure out ways in which they. I'm looking intersect with the main cast and things. So if Long's to be in the equestrian club, I think being around Sharpay would make sense because she's not a horse girl, but she would have enough money to just have a fucking... Okay, Sharpay has a horse and she forgot about it. And now this guy's like, oh, if you give me like less than minimum wage, I'll take care of the horse. And Sharpay's like, okay. And then... Being, I'm I'm doing full of big fanfic, and then what's Sharpay's brother's name? <laughs> our boy Rai Rai takes notice of our Zack Idol motherfucker taking care of the horse, and he's just like, "Wow, I've I, you you love it so unconditionally, and you get very little out of this. I am I am touched. I am I am moved to feeling at your your passion and unbridled." uncontested, just uh, sincere care and passion for this horse. You, t- teach me your ways, and then you see a song wherein Zach teaches <laughs> Rai Rai Naruto hand motions.
1: Well, this is pretty fucking stupid, huh? <laughs>
0: we made a high school musical, OC dog. This, ah, this one just
1: It really this, didn't take long. <laughs> it, it, it,
0: i just because my memory of high school musical is a fucking a, a xerox of a xerox i'm like well this feels right <laughs> particularly if it's no like, honestly yeah yeah particularly if we're not trying to make like a, a a main like a a main character we are just making something more tertiary that it makes sense Sorry, that this, I can this never would make be a main about character it. no i don't listen we we will have there will be other opportunities to make main characters i not every oc needs to be one uh, <laughs> you're you're, you're high school musical oc definitely <laughs> not chief among the fucking list I, but like you're the expert are there anything else we need for authenticity before we move into the the fucking
1: stinger and we talk about sexuality i do sort of want to know about this character's relationship with the music itself
0: okay like
1: what type of song they sing yeah, I think so. What kind of a musical number do we give this character? The The music in High School Musical has a relatively consistent vibe throughout, but definitely different characters take different tenors. Troy gets the angsty music. You know, he gets bet on it and uh, scream, or, uh, or maybe it's shout. I forget which one. But in, oh my god, in High School Musical 3, bet on it walks so that shout could run or scream. I forget which one it is. Like, that movie invents the Inception uh, twisting hallway camera technique. There's a sequence in which he's, like, trying to decide what to do, and he's, like, standing beneath this, like, huge set of posters honoring the basketball team, and it's, like, whoa. He's, it's, like, this giant poster of himself that he's standing underneath. He's standing in his own shadow. Do you get it, Devin? It's the most obvious visual plot device that anyone has ever used. Like, baby's first media literacy, but I love it still. Um, But Troy gets the angsty music... Um, Sharpay and Ryan get the, like, big Broadway-type musical things. Different characters do get different timbres of music. Um, and so I think that it would be interesting to give our character, like, a specific, when he's on screen, you know, the music gets kind of dubstep or whatever. Um, because it is the era for that. Uh.
0: Yeah, alright, let me think on this one. After Hamilton, a bunch of musicals will try to do that particularly epic, which I actually like, but there's definitely songs where I'm like, mmm, this is definitely a post-Hamilton musical. So I think our weeb child definitely does a little bit of try-hard, and it all sounds like DDR dance rave music, where most of the singing is more of a spoken word Lin-Manuel type thing before it is, like, belting, but when he gets his big moment, there is a transition into more traditional heel type music and vocal performance because now he's being a horse girl and I don't think a lot of horse girls are into fucking <laughs> I, 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 your Little Samurai and he just gets like a that moment in Pitch Perfect when Ben Platt sings and everyone's like holy fuck he gets
1: that but about a horse. I, I, I do like the idea that it is like kind of edgier and kind of try hardy music and it's got yeah some synths on it and whatever and then in the in the end it transitions into like a slightly more acoustic thing a more a more analog sound
0: i think i
1: well we're here i want to know
0: where's this where's this guy in high school musical too? because you know end of high school musical 1 you can have it all. You don't have to. You don't have to give up the thing you love or, or where you stand. So you can do both, right? High School Musical Two, everyone's working for the summer, and this kid is already like healthy friends with Ryan, and I don't think has a great relationship with Sharpay. So, like, is he is he being a caddy? Where where do you think he falls in? That's what I want to know.
1: Yeah, I think that this kid is definitely a part of the a part of the proletariat, so to speak. Sorry. Like, maybe not specifically a caddy, because that's a role that Sharpay specifically saves for Chad. But yeah, like, I think this kid is cleaning the pool along with everybody else. Oh, you know what it is? There are definitely horses at this spa. You know, we don't see that during the movie, but we can assume for the, the, the purposes of this character that there are horses on the spa. And this kid really wants to be working with the horses. But, and this is a way that we get to show that the management is really shitty and trying to be a dick to everyone is that the kid is not allowed to go near the horses during this period. They like make him work with the dishes and with the pool and like they give some other kid, they like make Chad go handle the horses and Chad doesn't want to handle the horses. Um, but our guy does and they go, can't we just swap? And management goes, no, Chad works at the horses, whatever your name is that we haven't decided yet. You're cleaning the pool.
0: Yeah, that works for me. That answers my question. That feels correct. We do need to name this fucker. I've I've been thinking Zach just because Zach Idol is a big fucking dork and that feels like a big fucking dork name to me. Sorry, everyone named Zach listening, but you're probably I'm not. not. Fuck you,
1: Zach. <laughs> Fuck you, Fuck Zach. Fuck you, specifically. <laughs> yeah. I hate Zach. <laughs> Zach killed my father once. <laughs> Zach killed my time grandma though. okay I, I, I don't have any problem with the name Zach I think that we can name him Zach that's fine
0: uh, Zach the dipshit
1: <laughs> Zach just walks around saying shit in Japanese probably
0: uh, before I move on to the next segment I, I need this to be answered does Zach have a fox
1: tail oh my god <laughs> I think Zack absolutely has a foxtail clipped to the side of his pants, like, on the belt loop. Yeah. <laughs> like, like not in the back. Like, it's sort of in the situation, like, it's on the side where you can tell that they, like, either didn't quite understand the way that it actually gets deployed in high schools, or they, like, didn't like how close it was to a butt plug um, and so they were like, let's move it on to the side to make absolutely sure that it's clear what's happening here.
0: Oh, I really that. hope that
1: everybody listening to this went to school with kids who had the foxtails pinned to their pants. I hope that wasn't just our high school so that it oh, is not insane that we're saying this.
0: I'm gonna there feel... were kids who did that all the time
1: when we were in high school.
0: I'm going to feel like such a fucking something if we get responses and like you had kids who wore foxtails at school oh yeah man. dude you
1: did like a lot of them like yeah. a lot of them <laughs> so many it was very normal
0: <laughs> speaking of normal there's nothing more normal than sexuality <laughs> so it's time for the next segment of our podcast and now we're gonna reef some dead room for the stinger what the f- in Yowie art, the seme or top is usually dominating the UK or bottom. It was I, fun Their relationship right? is cute. Oh, damn it!
1: Oh, I oh. ship them.
0: Hi everyone, welcome to I ship, it, the part of the podcast where we discuss the characters' sexuality and/or who we feel like the fandom at large would ship them with. Any things that do or do not apply. So Amber, do you have any immediate thoughts before I go off?
1: It's interesting because High School Musical is, um, uh, according to me, very well trod ground in terms of being uh, subtextually queer. Um, It's mostly one specific pairing between Chad and Ryan, but like the entire thematic uh, conceit of uh, your characters want to do things but they are made to feel like they're not allowed to do things in exploring who they are and their identities um, lends itself very, very well to queer readings, um, but like specifically closeted queer readings. And so it feels like the obvious way to go with that. I'm wondering if. Zach's an egg. We could do Zach's an egg. And I think it would make a lot of sense for Zach Zach to be an egg. I, my instinct was like, Zach is a bi, but like. Given that he wants to hook up with a dude, he's, like, made to feel like that's all he has to be. Like, he gets to be, he like, he's cast in the role of a gay kid when, uh, it's a, li- a little bit more nuanced than that. But I think Egg is also a direction we can take it.
0: Yeah, Egg was the one that was like, I feel like this kid gets to college and is like, gender? Go on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the kid's wearing a foxtail, for Christ's sake. For the record, I didn't wear a foxtail when I was in high school. I didn't do that. I didn't wear a tail until I was a full, good adult who owned a butt plug. Thank you very much.
0: Amber wore two pairs of glasses and went by Amber. Oh my god. <laughs> by do two not even. Shades.
1: Don't fu- Okay, I didn't say two shades. Other people put two shades on me as a reference <laughs> to two chains, and that was something that other people called me because I was wearing two pairs of glasses all the time. <laughs> I don't think if I could pick... You're not allowed to pick your own nickname. And if you could, I don't think I would have chosen two shades. I don't think that I would have made the connection for that reference.
0: Oh, this podcast is
1: awesome. This podcast sucks. (laughs) I hate this podcast. Uh... (laughs) We can combine our two ideas. I think that Zach can be interested in men... And everybody can be like Zach is gay when it turns out that in fact Zach is actually a woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, that's the comic I need the fandom to make it large. It's just Zach. The crowd points, "You're gay," and Zach goes, "I'm not gay." Rips off baggy wee pants, is in a dress. <laughs> I'm a woman.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of fan art because I'm coming at it from more of the fandom perspective. I think there's a lot of like post-transition Zach fan art and nice dresses and big, dumb anime makeup. And I think, oh my god, I think it's a, I think it's a lot of ships with Ryan. I, th- <laughs> I think most of it is Ryan. I also think there's like an an yeah, underrated sharpay bit of shipping going on i i think he's a a pretty unilaterally used ship character because there's not a lot and he kind of has like little moments with a lot of people but i definitely think the strongest one is ryan with a little and sometimes it's ryan and sharpay and people like oh why is it hot
1: (laughs) i bet you any amount of money that there's already a lot of people out there shipping ryan and sharpay Oh, of Honestly, some of the stuff in uh, the second one is a little bit... It's a little bit. It's a little bit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like that it's a little bit. I'm just saying, I'm observing as a neutral remember, observation.
0: Remember that part in the Tekken movie where uh, Kazuya Mishima has an incestuous threesome with the Williams twins and the whole time she's going, I hate my dad! Oh, And I this hate concludes. I, dance so much. I ship it. What <laughs> fun fact to be? What <laughs> fun fact to be? <laughs> this podcast is such a fucking roller coaster. I never know where it's gonna go, but I did not expect that the High School Musical bit <laughs> would, would lead us to be like so insane. <laughs> okay, my fun fact is that much as Zach is a horse girl and knows how to take care of horses and all that shit He's not like a horse expert he doesn't know about like breeds and uh, origins and stuff and phylums he just knows loves horses and if you love something you need to know how to take care of it and that's what he
1: knows about that's cute i think zach works in the school cafeteria and it's never quite explicitly made clear why a student is working in the cafeteria um but he is and anytime the characters are getting lunch we get to see her there and that gives us an excuse to put her in more scenes
0: i'm feeling i'm feeling good i you know i really thought we'd leave this and i'm like ah fucking c character was a fun time but i'm i'm, I'm feeling good about zach
1: <laughs> high school musical everybody uh, drop it down in the comments and let us know what, what you're... Uh, <laughs> that was a good effort, that sentence. You fucking, you fucking nailed it. Speaking
0: of nailing things, I feel like at least one character, Gem of the Holograms, has Torque. to be like... Um. <laughs> has to be named Nails <laughs> and join us next week when Amber tries in vain to get us to talk about Gem of the Holograms, but actually we're going to be talking about uh, a little shoddy Copyright trademark Oh my CR. god no
1: way you're kidding me
0: We're gonna be talking about Some more news
1: Oh that's so exciting for me Fuck yeah
0: <laughs>
1: Please our Kyle our I've been Amber Autumn she her
0: I've been Prince Dev and he him
1: our theme song is by Kyle Alicia, whose work you can find at the real Um, Please remember to give us a five-star review, give us a comment, give us a like, and head over to our merch store where we will be selling entire horses. Um, you don't need to know how to take care of them; all you need to do is know how to love them. <laughs> Everyone knows
0: the only sustenance ponies need is love.
1: <laughs> uh, we love you very much. Romantically. Bye. (laughs) Bye.